Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Neek and Chuck Pro Football Talk Show. I am your host, Neek, my main man, right-hand man, right next to me, my boy, Mr. C. What's going on, man? Not too much, Neek. What's happening? <laughs> Not much, man. What's happening is this is training camp is right around the corner. And actually, uh, for a lot of teams, the rookie report. Uh, to training camp, actually in the next couple of days, some have already reported, but most of the NFL training camps will start next week. And on tonight's show, fans, uh, Chuck and I, we will be previewing the Rams, the Chargers, and the Cowboys. And then in a couple of weeks, we will be at the Raiders and the 49ers training camp. So Raider Nation, 49er fans. Why are, we, why are we picking up Chargers, Cowboys, and Rams? Well, because that's where we're going to be at, man. We're going to well, be at those camps. Well, you didn't say that. All right, man. All right, man. <laughs> we'll be at those camps uh, next week. So, Cowboys fans, Rams fans, Chargers fans, you can hit us up on Twitter at Neek and Chuck. We'll be there breaking it down, talking to the fans, um, give you some insight from, from our eyes, you know, because we know that football, and we're going to break it down for you guys and let you guys know how your team is looking, how some of the rookies are looking, how the veterans are looking, and also some of the bubble players, those bubble, bubble, bubble players, who was probably going to be interesting because I'm sure they're going to have not outstanding, but a great track there that's going to make them help survive the cut. I'm sorry I had to say that. That's just true. But, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so we'll be at those camps next week breaking them down. So, fans, tonight's show, man, where you want to start at it, man? Cause no, we got we're looking at our calendar. We got the Rams, we got the Chargers, and we got them damn Cowboys. Let's start at least with the Rams. <laughs> the least to you, because you know to me, I can't stand the Cowboys. I can't stand them. You know, I, like I say, I've been numerous times on the show, and the hell they Americans. I still don't get that. But okay, we'll start with the Rams team. So, but I was I was saying that in terms of how you want to finish, in terms of record. Next year, Cowboys, they're going to be a good team. Chargers, we already know they should be a good team. The Rams, nada. So basically, man, we just we just started the show, and I'm like, damn, man, you got me scratching my head because I'm like, damn, Chuck already, you already throwing blows, you already coming out just saying they're not going to have a great year, man. I mean, they got a new young 31 year old coach. What does that mean? I'm just saying <laughs> they got a new young 31 year old coach. Who's supposed to be, you know, fiery, you know, supposed to be that bring that new, well, uh, well, from what I've heard, Todd Gurley, the Rams running back, spoke out and saying he loves this coach. He's saying he's bringing a different type of an environment. It's more fun. It's more, you know, uh, um, I don't know. They just seem more, they're, they're like, a, I'm not trying to say that maybe Todd Gurley is throwing shots at Jeff Fisher because we know Jeff Fisher's a decent coach. And if you know, uh, Chuck, I know you haven't finished watching all the All or Nothing series on Amazon, but I'm telling you, man, 
okay, okay, I'm going to get first. But that was a great series. And I just kind of felt bad, man, because Fisher did, you know, he did the best he could. And, and I, all right, I, I'm not going to keep going any further. But what I'm saying is that Tiger just came out, and he's already talking about he just loves this young coach. And he feels like this is what this team needs, a young guy coming in here. We know that he was the uh, Redskins' former offensive coordinator. We saw what Kirk Cousins did. You know, he actually turned Kirk Cousins into a pro bowler. I hate to say that, but it's true. That Redskins offense was looking pretty explosive. And the Rams, we know last year, man, they didn't really have no weapons. I mean, we looked at their receiver court. All they had was pretty much what Kenny Britt. Uh, they had Lance, Lance Kendricks at the tight end position. But this team was known for defense. And the new young coach and Les Snead, the general manager, say, you know what, we got to go out and get our young quarterback, Jared Goff, some weapons. They went out there and drafted Cooper Cup. Um, we got Pharaoh Cooper's coming back. You remember from South Carolina rookie last year, didn't do too much. He'll be coming back. Um, they brought in Robert Woods from Buffalo, paid him a lot of money. I still ain't sold on Robert Woods. To me, he's nothing but 40 guy, but they paid him a lot of money. Like he's going to produce 70, 80 catches. If he does, hey, a miracle. <laughs> but, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I just want, when we go to this camp, I just want to see the team environment. I want to see what this offense is looking like. We know the defense, the front seven is going to be good. That's the shift for this team. I also want to see what that secondary is going to be looking like because we already know Tremaine Johnson. He's playing under franchise tag. He had kind of had down gear. He's supposed to be there with a shutdown corner, but to me, he's not. So it, I just want to see what that secondary is going to be looking like, man. Because Jay McDonald, we know he's over in uh, Miami. And, you know, the offensive line, they brought in your boy. I know you're going to talk about Andrew Whitworth. So, hey, he's going to be protecting uh, Goss Bly, right? I mean, how about Whitworth? Uh, I mean, that's the best move the Rams did this offseason was bringing in Whitworth. Yes, they paid, they overpaid him. They had to overpay him to get him. Uh, and it was a smart move because Andrew Whitworth is one of the best offensive linemen in the league. Definitely the most underrated tackle in the league uh, because he played for my Bengals. And, you know, their great players don't get much love i.e. Corey Dillon, but that's a great move. But all, all of what you just said, Nick, none of that convinces me that the Rams are going to win a lot of games this year. All due respect to Todd Gurley, he's a great player, but every single player in the in the preseason thinks their team going to be great. Every single player, every single coach, every, everybody. That's the great thing about the preseason is that everybody starts at the, at, at, is at the same point they all have zero wins, zero losses, zero tie. Everybody thinks they're going to be great. Fourth fail season is 17 weeks. A lot can change. Uh, I mean, just look at a few years ago. What, what was Dwayne, your boy Dwayne Bow talking about when he went to Cleveland? If you listen to Dwayne Bow a few years ago when he was going to Cleveland, he said, oh, Dwayne was going, to be, get, was going to be back. Cleveland Browns was going to be great. Yada, yada, yada. All due respect to Todd Gurley. But he sounds just like every other player. He's being optimistic, which is what he has to do. But he said nothing. And like I said, you laid it out pretty well, Nick, but you still didn't convince me that the Rams are destined to win a lot of games this year. And then just the point of the young quarterback or on the young head coach, I like McVay, what I've seen of him so far, but that doesn't convince me one iota that they're going to win a lot of games because you had a similar situation with Josh McDaniels coming from New England when he went to those Denver Broncos. We saw what happened there. He had one good year there, and then it just all fell apart. So, still, doesn't change my opinion of the Rams. Maybe it shocked me. I doubt it. But they will be exciting to watch, hopefully. 
So, Chuck, let me ask you this. When you look at Jared Goff last year, a lot of the criticism about his play on the field is that he's never taken the shot under center. We can understand it because he was a cow under the air raid attack. Now, in May's offense, Cousins, when he when McVay was his coordinator last year in Washington, the last couple of years in Washington, Cousins was in the shotgun formation majority of the time. So what I want to ask you is this. Do you think McVay is going to probably look at Goff and say, you know what, I don't want him under center no more. Let's just put him in the shotgun and let him roll with it. Let him go back to his cow days. Uh, McVay is going to roll with what has worked for him. It's his system. He thinks Jared, got, Jared Goff might fit that. Of course, he's going to do some adjustments to help with Jared Goff's strengths and his weaknesses. But overall, he's going to use his system that he's been successful with that, that's made him the youngest head coach in the NFL. And uh, so, you know, like I said, it should be exciting. They should definitely get a ball to Todd Gurley a lot because the dude is a stud. I know I just talked about him earlier that he was spewing, spewing nonsense. Uh, but he has to. He has to be optimistic about his team. He's a great player. Got Andrew Worth, who's a great pass blocker and a great run blocker. So the first priority is going to be to run that ball, and the best way to help your quarterback is to have a great running game. So, yes, Jerry, Jerry Goss is the quarterback, but for this team to be successful, the offense needs to run the ball. Question for you real quick. Aaron Donald, man, do you think – the Rams need to make him the highest paid defensive player in the league because, you know, teammates are vouching. You need to pay this man because, you know, he, he needs to get paid. Or I don't I don't, I don't, don't see Donald holding out. But do you think they need to lock him up, make him the highest defensive player in the, in the league? I don't know if that's necessary, but they need to pay him whatever it takes for, for them to keep him on the team. Um, Yeah, like I said, I don't know if that means he needs to be the highest paid player or not. But they need to give him whatever it takes to keep him on that team. All right. So, Rams fans, you see Chuck and I at training camp. You don't pretty much need to talk to us because you heard what Chuck said. Chuck <laughs> doesn't see a bright outlook for 2017 Rams. Uh, I guess Chuck is probably pretty And if you do, you fooling yourself. But I get it. It's your team. You got to be positive. I'm positive about my team, and they let me down every year. And you can be positive about your team, the Los Angeles Rams, and they're going to let you down this year. But you know what? That's what we fans. That's why we love the game is because we're fanatics. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to another uh, Los Angeles team, and that is the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. That don't even sound right. Nick. That sounds so retarded. Let, let, let me just say it again. The Los Angeles Chargers. That does not sound right at all, man. I'm I'm struggling with that. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here. Hold on. Can somebody give me a beat? Los Angeles Chargers? No, that's not going to do it. No, it just doesn't sound right. But anyway, the Los Angeles Chargers first training camp um, here in the city of Los Angeles. Chuck and I will be Irvine. at that. Actually, Irvine. Well, still L.A., but I know it's outside. But, uh, yeah, so we will be at the Chargers training camp. And it's going to be an interesting training camp. I mean, they have a new head coach, Anthony Lynn. Um, I like Anthony Lynn. Um, you know, I like within Buffalo from what I've heard around the league. He's a great young talent. He's a game of football, knows his accents and O's. But this is a different stage. First time head coach, a lot of responsibility. So hopefully he can go out there and uh, do the best he can because he actually has a very talented team. He inherited a very talented team. Phillip Rivers, you got to be excited, man. I mean, I know you're not excited on the news that broke out today that uh, first round uh, draft pick receiver Mike Williams 
looking like it's probably going to be needing season-ending surgery. Um, so it's not official yet, but it's pretty much looking like he will not be um, – he won't – Phil Rivers won't have much this year because he will actually be starting the season on the PUP list. But other than that, he still has a lot of weapons. I mean, we're talking about Tyrell Williams last year. Over a thousand yards, down trail Inman, Travis Benjamin, Keenan Allen's coming back. Man, I hope Keenan Allen can stay healthy, man, because this guy has a lot of talent. I love his play. I love his passion for the game, man. He just plays hard on the field. So hopefully Keenan, man, stay healthy this whole year. And then you look at the tight end position to Hunter Henry, Antonio Gates. And now Chuck's side. He loves that offensive line. Chuck, what did they do on that offensive line? Didn't they go out there and then get Phillip Rivers some help, man? Yeah, they got your boy Russell Okun, uh, who I know you don't like. What? But the pick I do pick up I do like a lot was uh, the rookie Forrest Lamp. Uh, I think it was a great pickup. I think he was uh, number one or number two best lineman in this draft. I think he's going to be a hell of a player. Uh, and you know what? You always like we always say, Nick, you got to build a team through the line and. Uh, that's what the Chargers did this offseason. They addressed the position they know is very important. Melvin Gordon, uh, he's often injured. Uh, hopefully this this season he'll be healthy. He has an offensive line now that should be able to block for him. And Phillip Rivers has an offensive line that should be able to block for him as well. Unfortunately, like you said, with the news that just came out today about Mike Williams, uh, might, might be a wrap on him for the season, which sucks because I think he was going to be a great. He was going to be a great player for the one. He was going to be able to contribute. Uh, if he got 40, 45 catches, eight the touchdowns this year, uh, that would he would be a great pickup. Um, but you know what? He might not, might not even play, which sucks for for Philip Rivers. But you know what? Philip Rivers is a tough dude. He's going to go out there and play with whoever you put on the field, and uh, you know they're going to battle. So we'll see what the Chargers have. Yeah, and I'm telling you, as a Raiders fan. I'm worried about the Chargers. I know Chiefs fans can time in and sit here and say, ah, Nick, what the hell are you talking about? You got to worry about us, man. We beat y'all twice. Yeah, I understand that. But, no, let me tell you, Chiefs fans, you need to worry about them damn Chargers because this team on that defensive side of the ball, we talking about that front seven with Joey Bosa. And then you got Melvin Ingram with Brandon Mabin, man. And then at the cornerback position, Casey Hayward with uh, my boy Jason Verrett. He's coming back. Hopefully Verrett can stay healthy for a full season because then you have a solid tandem with those two. But the one question mark I have for this team is the strong safety position. Um, you know, Jahel, uh, Dai, I ain't too sold on that kid, man. And then I know they brought in Trey Boston from Carolina. I think he actually will start over Dwight Lowry. That remains to be seen. We'll be an eye on that at the training camp. And then also at the uh, weak side linebacker position, Kyle Manuel. And I know at the middle linebacker position, uh, we already know my, about my boy for you. I ain't got to say his name. He's the truth. He's the beast. But they got Jatavis Brown. He came on last year. I like that kid. Um, I was I was rooting for my Raiders, my Giants to draft him out of Akron. They got him, and he actually contributed in his rookie season. But like I said, man, I ain't got to go through this whole defense name every player because this team is loaded. I mean, they have a lot of talent. Hopefully they can just all come and play together and they can all stay healthy. I'm telling you right now, man. This AFC West division, I believe that it is the best division in football. And I think uh, if the Chargers can turn the corner this year, because you know last year they lost so many close games, Chuck. They were in a lot of games, but, you know, just clock management, turnovers, Phillip Rivers. 
Um, you know, but you know, we already know you expect that with Phillip Rivers because he's a gunslinger. But this team, if they can just get together, run that ball with Melvin Gordon, they finally got two key offensive linemen. The other offensive lineman I want to touch they drafted was Dan Feeney. I like that kid out of Indiana. And, um, you know, to go with Ford Camp, they are solid. Now they finally got some help for Phillip Rivers. Russell Cone, ah, I'm tight. <laughs> I'm tight. <laughs> I'm telling you now, they're saying they're going to play. Damn, Nick, you was right, man. Every week you always talked about him, man. We held it in because we was like, ah, nah, Russell Cone going to prove you wrong. But, nope, he's going to prove y'all right, that I'm right. I'm tight. So, Khalil Mack going to have fun with his this season. And uh, <laughs> Bruce Irvin's going to have fun with him, too. And, yeah, Russell Cone, man, he probably going to be hurt by week eight or something, man. Going to talk about his leg hurting. You know, he, you know how he robbed y'all for money. Anyway, but I think the Chargers are going to have a great season, man. So, we're looking forward to seeing this Chargers team at training camp. Anything else you want to add about the Chargers, Chuck? Nah, this AFC West, it has a solid argument for being the best division in football. Uh, you know, NFC East might have a little, uh, you know, a little something to say about that too, but the AFC West is loaded. Uh, you know what? The weakest team in the AFC West might be those Broncos, and they just won the Super Bowl a few years ago. Uh, and, you know, Derek Carr is coming back for those Raiders next year. He's going to – this year he's coming back with vengeance. And then we know about those Chiefs. Though they didn't do anything in this draft to help them with their team. Uh, they still a solid team last year. I think they had 10 threes or whatever. Uh, so the AFC West going to be fun to watch. All right. Now, for the funnest part of the show, Neek's favorite part of the show, talk about America's team, them Dallas Cowboys. So let me, let me just retract real quick. America's team, right? That's what they say they are, Chuck, right? Okay. It's they marketing were. term. Marketing term. All right. But how about this, man? They are America's team because they're going for their players to get in trouble with the weed. Uh, can't you know? Can't can't keep their hands to the stuff in the bar with your boy Ezekiel Elliott. Some other Dallas Cowboys players done that in the past. Uh, domestic abuse. Um, yeah, this, this team is in the news a lot, man. <laughs> so I mean, if you want to be America's news team for the wrong reasons, I'm okay with that, man, because that's what's going on in the big. And Chuck, I just gotta ask you, man. I I, I just gotta ask you, man. I know the kid's just a baby. He's young. He's what, 22, I think, 21 or 22. Ezekiel Elliott. But can Ezekiel Elliott get it right, man? I, I've heard um, who was that reached out to him? Like four uh, NFL players, ex NFL players reached out to him saying, "Hey, listen, man, you need some help. You know, reach out to us. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, man. Hopefully, you can reach out, listen to them guys because I mean, right now you in the news for the wrong reasons, man. And I seen the report today that the Dallas Police Department they decided to suspend the investigation due to lack of um, you know evidence or whatever with that bar fight situation. But Ezekiel, man, just, just let me just give you some advice, man. You know, Chuck and I didn't play in the NFL. We played ball our whole life, but we didn't play in the league. But we know, man, wrong from right, man. And when you and you're young like this, you gotta understand you're gonna be a target. And you already know, man. This is a day and age of social media. Anything you do, a person's gonna pull out. Oh, 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 oh! Ezekiel just littered on the sidewalk. Camera, camera, camera. Oh, oh! Ezekiel just big gum on the sidewalk. Camera, camera. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> you pretty much gotta be like a. And the angel out here in the streets, man, um, nightlife, uh, daylife, whatever. Whatever you do, wherever you at, man, just keep that in mind. And listen, man, you got money. Uh, you got plenty of money. You have a lot of money here with your next company. Hopefully, if you stay healthy and keep producing at a high level, just just bring the fun to you, man. Just make some phone calls and bring the fun to you, man. Stay out the bar, man. Come on, man. When I heard that news, we got in a bar fight. Of course, man, you got some knuckleheads out here going to try to test you, man. Z- you suck, man. You suck, man. You suck, you know. I mean, you just got to 
just don't go to the bar. That's bottom line. I know you want to get out and have fun because you're still young, and, understand, and I understand that, but just stay out of it, man. Hopefully you learn from this situation, but Chuck, man, you got some advice for this kid? Nope, because I can get in a long diatribe about about this dude, Ezekiel Elliott, um, but I'm tired. Just got finished playing an NBA Summer League game full court. Uh, so the Dallas, all I have to say is the Dallas Cowboys are used to this. We heard the same, pretty much the same thing about Dez Bryant. So the Cowboys know to ha- know how to deal with situations like this. Ezekiel Elliott, he went to uh, maybe the top two or three college football programs in the history of college football. Uh, you know, we went to Ohio State. We know what it's like up there, especially when you are running back for the, for a championship winning Ohio State team. So he's used to the spotlight. For now. He has a little, a little C notes. Um, so yeah, he's acting a fool. Uh, he's young. We acted a fool when we was young. Uh, you, we weren't rich like this dude. We weren't famous like this dude. But we all acted a fool when we was young. And he's acting a fool. And I'm a big person on personal responsibility. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do with your life, as long as you don't hurt anybody else. You want to hurt yourself? Go right ahead. You know, it's your life. I could care. I could care less. If you got mental issues and need some help, go get it. I'm a big person. I'm a big proponent of some responsibility. Now he can go out there and do everything he want to do, as long as he's willing to accept the consequences. He get in trouble. I'm happy. He said, start crying all this other stuff. When my fault, I have a problem with the dude. He do something, do something stupid. Say, yeah, that was stupid. My bad. I want to do it again. And he keep moving. That's fine. He's gonna learn. He got to learn from his own mistakes. You know, he's a starting back on the most popular football team and the most popular sport on the planet. So my advice, Zeke, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, but you know what? If you hit a brick wall, something happens to you, suck it up, take it like a man, and keep moving. And uh, maybe it'll be a lesson for somebody else. So like I said, Dallas Cowboys, they dealt with this in the past. We know Jerry Jones knows how to handle this. We know he knows how to twist things around. We know he knows how to milk it. That's why we love Jerry Jones, even though we hate the Dallas Cowboys. And Ezekiel Elliott is going to be all right, as long as he can play on that field. Yeah, and I'm hoping that opening game, he, Mr. Goodell will say, Ezekiel Elliott, got to sit you down for one. And I would love that as a Giants fan, but I'm sure Jerry Jones will probably call uh, Goodell and said, hey, listen, man. Oh, you know Goodell ain't swinging it, swinging that ding-a-ling like he used to a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't call. He didn't got too much bad press. Uh, he looked too stupid up at that podium at the uh, Super Bowl. He got off too quick. Nicky got there. He said, uh, "Congratulations, here's your trophy. I'm out." Yeah. yeah so Goodell ain't swinging like he used to, man. So uh, I doubt he'll get suspended unless he does something really egregious. And like I said, Jerry Jones, look at him, like, easy, man. <laughs> we the one to put money in your pocket. <laughs> so, but it'll be great. It'll be great for that first opening game against my Giants. But, uh, yeah, so looking at this uh, Cowboys training camp, I really want to see um, Ezekiel Elliott. I want to see, you know, how he handles himself. I mean, he should be excited. I mean, he's back to playing football, doing what he loves to do. You know, the offseason over with, he needs to just focus on, playing, you know, this summer, this past offseason season. You know, in the past, in the rear view mirror, and just focus on this football season. Do what you love to do, man. You got a great offensive line. Um, they're going to be together the next few years, so you should be winning the uh, league rushing title for the next few years. 
So, hey, just show up at camp and hungry. Don't even listen to the report. We're going to hit you with those questions. You just say, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about what's going on for the 2017 season and talking about uh, what we got going on in the training camp. You know? So, hey, if them reporters want to cut that bull crap, hey, Nika Chuck ready for Hey, Vicky, I'm so looking. Man, what about D-Mac, man? <laughs> Does he got a little bit left of the thing? You know, so, hey, you ready for our questions. But anyway, looking at this team, man, they have uh, a lot of changes that they to that defensive side of the ball. And I really want to see. That's what I'm focused on. I want to see this young secondary. I mean, the veteran, long veteran is Orlando Skendrick. Yeah, they brought in Nolan Carroll. I mean, you know, he's going to be pretty much on who gave up that ass quite a bit this <laughs> this year. Um, I never was a fan of him, especially you just ask the Eagles fans. Eagles, I could just hear the Eagles fans now. Ask the Eagles, hey, hey, so you Eagles fans, so what you think about Nolan Carroll? Oh, Nolan Carroll, oh, Nolan Carroll, Nolan Carroll sucks. That's what they're going to say about Nolan Carroll. Hey. You can just look at the tape last couple of years, man. Yeah, he was getting pissed on pretty bad. But I really want to see Jordan Lewis, man. That that was one of my uh, favorite Cowboys picks in this uh, past draft. I love the kid out of Michigan. Very talented corner. Um, solid at press, man. I want to just see how how he performs in training camp and how quickly can he move up on that depth chart. Strong safety position. Ooh, depth heath. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm fine with that as a Giants fan, but Cowboys fan, I know, you know, Barry Church, he took the church money, and he owned down in Jacksonville doing his thing, but hey, he took the offering. Yeah, yeah, he took the offering. It was a benevolent offering. Yeah, 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 yeah. He down in Jacksonville, man. So, uh, yeah, Cowboys fans, you're going to miss Barry Church because some of you guys already told me, like, man, I miss uh, Barry Church. Yes, you're going you're gonna to feel the pain. And then Damian Wilson. He was supposed to be the strong side uh starter, the strong side uh linebacker position, but he trouble for uh, some domestic abuse. Remember he was just on the news last week. Uh so yeah. <laughs> That's another one. So I guess they are America's news team. So yeah, he, he was on the news. So yeah, looks like uh Kyle Wilbur Wilbur, he probably has a good shot to start that position and we already know about uh, Sean Lee and uh, Anthony Hitchens, but that defense line, man, where are the pass rushers? I mean, we got Carlton, uh, you know, I mean, tackle, you know, hey, you doing your thing, you know, with the, uh, you know, with the burrito tacos they got out. <laughs> double chalupa? <laughs> yeah, the double chalupa. You know, hey, that double chalupa good, man. It's good, man, but I mean, you're a hit with that one, man, but we got to see what you can do on that field, man, you know, so hey, that might be your second career, that might be your new career if you can't produce for the America's team. So it's going to be interesting, man. Hey, Taco, man, if you listen to the show right now, I'll ask you a question about that, man. You know, hook up on that double chalupa because that's pretty good, man. But, uh, yeah, so I just want to see this defense. It's young. I want to see who's going to step up, who's going to be that uh, premier pass rusher. We know Demarcus Lawrence. We already know his story. I mean, I'm still waiting to see with him. Come on, get out here with that crap. Um, Charles Taper, I remember the young kid they drafted last year. But Benson Mayowa, man, I my Raiders had him. I I think he has a good shot to produce in this defense. And then DeMont Moore, this is the last stop for him. You remember him a few years ago, very talented kid out of Texas A.M. I mean, I thought he was going to do more what he's done, but he's been in a lot of trouble. But Randy Gregory, we forgot about your Randy Gregory. Is he going to see the field this year, Chuck, or he's uh, still in rehab? he he'll probably see it from his couch. <laughs> From the couch to the rehab facility couch. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> with, his, with his applesauce. Oh, yeah. Damn. That's right. Yeah. Cause yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. Cause it's hard to put weed in applesauce. 
I mean, you had that big concern about that, about the secondary, and you addressed that defensive line. And that's my real big concern for these Dallas Cowboys is, is that D-line. Will they, give, will they be able to pressure? Because even if you have a secondary that's lacking, if you have a good D-line, it can protect them a little bit. But both of those positions are areas of which you win, like Bernie Mac, you in trouble, trouble. And I would love to see what Jalen Smith has. Like, that's who I'm excited to see at this Cowboys training game. Jalen Smith, I want to see how he runs. I want to see him in person. He says he's all good, all gravy, all that stuff. I want to see with my two eyeballs. And Ezekiel Elliott, if you listen to the show, Chuck, Nick and Chuck will be there, but Chuck will be in his Ohio State shirt. So you come over and give me some love. You take that picture, both showing our abs. Uh, you know, you got the six-pack. I got the kegger. It's all good. We're going to have a party. Oh, come on, man. We, we do already told well. Are we going to do it at your house, party at your house? Because we're not going out of battle with Ezekiel, man. We can't be a bad influence on him. We done, we done gave him some advice, man. You gave him advice. <laughs> All right, well, my bad. I gave him some advice. No, I'm not going to say my bad, man. I'm helping young brother out, man. <laughs> but anyway, I'm helping him out, too, by giving him the truth. Chuck's advice, man. So hopefully, Ezekiel, man, you heard my advice to you, man. Just, just, it's okay to go out, man. Just watch yourself. Be careful. All right. That being said, fans, we hope you enjoyed this show live. If you miss the show live, always go to iTunes, look for the Nick and Chuck Pro Football Talk Show. Yo, you can download all of our shows. Taco Charlton, man. Chuck said background. Number two. Can't wait to have one when you see your training camp anyway. Meet Chuck. See you guys next week.